Welcome to Malks TV Talk Daily for Tuesday the 28th of November 2017. Malks TV Talk Daily gives you all the news, ratings and reviews in the Australian TV industry and a little bit of something to watch on TV tonight. Welcome back to Malks TV Talk Daily and we have to double down and get straight into the news. Uh, we've got to talk about Don Burke. We've got to talk about whatever the heck is going on yesterday. If you missed it, uh, there was a big story that broke across the Fairfax and ABC press there was a joint investigation into Don Burke and all of the things that he has said and done. Now, it hasn't gone into um, a sexual, uh, like, penetrative assault, if I can be, um, you know, that direct, but it certainly is some pretty horrid things he's said and done and suggested and all of those things. Um, it is crazy big. Uh, and then he decides, well, no, no, I'll go and have an interview with Tracy Grimshaw. We'll just double down and make it all better. Didn't make it better, Don. You made it worse. Blamed everyone else. Said he has Asperger's. Self-diagnosed Asperger's. What the hell? That's like Casey, Kevin Spacey came out and said, oh, I'm a gay man. That, that you love me more. Dude, no. Like, no. So then, following on from the ACA interview, which Don Burke somehow, as a, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> a horticulturalist, managed to forget how to dig up, uh, then on to ABC 7.30, Lee Sales had interviews with a bunch of the ladies in the story just going on, talking about their experience with Don Burke and how he's just a horrid man. Um, yeah, no. No. And during that, during Don Burke's interview with Tracy Grimshaw on her current affair, Kate McClymont leads off with, uh, if he thinks this is bad, wait until he sees tomorrow's news. And this morning... Uh, there's accusations by um, Susie O'Neill saying that when she, he came to interview her at her home, like, uh, you know, a few days before, um, before the Sydney Olympics, he was just offensive and rude and all sorts of things to her. She rang her manager and complained. He rang nine and complained. Nothing happened. Like, this is endemic. And not only is it Don Burke's problem, but David Leckie, Peter Meekin, um, you know, the guys that were in charge... Uh, of news at the time and knew about this, or even just in charge of nine full stop. Now, they, like, there's all sorts of crap on the hands that they have to deal with. Uh, and including, dare I say it, you know, sort of claims of negligence, because they have just not been a thing. Uh, not cool. It's not a good thing. So the Don Burke story will continue to spin. Tracy Spicer says that she's got, uh, you know, accusations against 67 other people. Um, including uh, a man who still works as an executive or doing things um, in, uh, you know, the, the television industry in Australia, still working. He's still doing the things, like still doing horrible things to women. Um, that's not cool. That's horrible news. And I really hope that they are able to reveal this and play it through. We have to also take into account that no one has laid any charges. So this is really just reputational damage. Uh, that said... These women that are coming forward have held these secrets or held it like no one will believe me for the longest time. And we need to let them have their say and test their claims and, and believe them. Go as far as to letting them to say what they believe is real and trust them. And then let's see what comes out in the wash. Like, holy crap, people. I hope tomorrow we can talk about some nicer things. But right now, it is all Don Burke and it is all not good. Okay, let's talk ratings for Monday night. Uh, and as expected, it was dominated by uh, Don Burke and what went on there. So um, 7.30 was number four last night. 863,000 viewers in five cities uh, tuned in 
to see the outcome of that. ACA did pretty well, 8.16. That's, I think, the highest it's had just about all year. So big night for both of those shows. As was expected, have you been paying attention? The series finale this year for a season finale, 7.72, 10's biggest, and I think almost the highest ratings it's had all year again. It's that kind of flow through. Um, if you'd noticed, maybe you didn't, Family Food Fight finished last night. Couldn't even break 600. 5.94, um, ouch. I think we can bid farewell to the good ship Family Food Fight. Um, other than that, it's sort of you know crickety stuff and... Backroads is back on the ABC, so that did okay. Same with uh, Foreign Correspondent. Instant Hotel has struggled for seven as well. I don't think you'll see season two of that. It finishes tonight from memory. Probably tomorrow night, actually. Um, so ratings-wise, nothing special. Tonight, there is The Good Doctor. It will be a ratings bonanza. There's no question. I did quickly want to talk about the Queensland uh, election result uh, coverage on Saturday night. Now, we had 7, 9, Sky and the ABC delivering us all sorts of stuff. The numbers for this are all over the shop. So I apologise because this is harder than something hard to try and explain what's going on here because 7, for example, just coded the entire night, their entire broadcast as one product uh, and that meant that 67,000 people. Now, that's just Brisbane, right? That's not even Queensland. That's just the Brisbane numbers. That's pretty good. Sky got 48,000. That's national numbers. So they did actually get people because they just played it everywhere on one of their channels, one of their benefits. Nine, just in Brisbane. And the ABC coded it as three separate things. Like polls close, um, you know, the evening, the broadcast, and then the evening or later evening broadcast. Like that doesn't help anybody. I wish they would stop doing this. I wish they would just go, here is the show, like seven, here is the show, this is the thing. Splitting it up and making it be, oh, here is all the things, helps no one. Least of all me, <laughs> when I have to talk about it. But nine, if you look through it, 164,000 for the first part, 102,000 for the second, and 63 for the third part. My guess is that that averages are out somewhere around the 100. So that does good business for them. The ABC, uh, same thing, 141, 122, 110, 88, across different channels, different parts at different times. The big thing for the ABC is that they're crying about their um, online stuff. 245,000 video views um, for their five Queensland election posts that they ran in the evening. Um, they had a whole bunch of stuff. They're talking about shares, and, and look, they said a primetime audience of 20.1 compared to 9's 15.47's 11.5 and Sky's 2.6. But percent of what? Compared to who? That gives me no real understanding. Uh, overnight data, sure, but like press releases, sometimes, like, they just, you need, when you're putting this stuff out, you have to tell us, um, what, when you're saying that this is a thing, you have to tell us, well, what does this mean? Who is the thing that we're saying this to? What is the data set that is involved in this? Because it doesn't help me that you go, oh, it's this sort of thing. No, it's not that sort of thing, because no one can tell what your data is to give us percentages and understand where uh, all of that plays together. So, boo! To you, ABC, and your PR person who wrote that stupid press release. But that's the ratings. Let's continue with our box watch, the, the devices that are wanting to plug into your precious HDMI slots. And tonight, today, I want to talk about the Foxtel Now box. Now, this is uh, a competitor of the same ilk with um, uh, the Telstra 2, Telstra TV 2 that we talked about yesterday. And that's fine. Um, I guess the problem with it is 
again, more than anything, it's not a recording device. It's designed to make Foxtel Now be your device. Like, this is how I watch Foxtel Now. If you're not a Telstra customer, this is great. This is exactly the thing. The key differential uh, is that it has a, uh, a Foxtel button that you can click and off you go, like the Telstra TV2 remote does. But key difference, the Telstra TV2 has Netflix and a Netflix button on the remote. The Foxtel Now does not. That's a bit of BFU from Mr. Murdoch and co. Um, it's a weird shape. It's like a kind of um, ashtray, an old school ashtray. Same thing, it's got a, a plug-in, a, a terrestrial broadband antenna to be able to get that. The interface to get to it is a bit slow and kludgy. You can't record any of those things. It doesn't yet have the full suite of all the catch-up services on it either. So it's, it's in, from my perspective, it's up against it to start with. Like It's, it's kind of close, but not even the full quid in that regard. So they need to really kind of catch up on that and make that be um, a whole lot better. Um, I look forward to seeing what it can turn out like, um, but it's look, it's fine. Honestly, as a device, it works. It's, it's primarily, you're not going to record things. It's all catch-up. Foxtel Now, watch it live linear or catch-up. Um, the interface is okay, but the, you know, the, the utilisation of this let's do a terrestrial antenna plug-in. Uh, okay. Uh, it's another rebadged box. I can't tell you what it is. I'm sorry, I've forgotten right now. Uh, it may come to me as I talk. But the Foxtel Now box, look, if you are a Foxtel Now customer, again, don't pay for it. Get them to send it to you. Work out how to do that. 100 bucks, no thanks. Um, but I will say that it is a great device if you're not a Telstra customer, i.e. the Telstra TV2, uh, and you want to have Foxtel on your big screen TV via the streaming internet services. And you've got streaming internet to back it up that is going to be worthy of that or going to be able to support that, that is really critical. Um, other than that, it's just a, a, a kind of a, you just kind of look at it and go, well, that's a thing, but it's not a thing. The Foxtel Now box, I think, has potential. This is the first time out, uh, and if they are looking to move away from the expense of satellites and installation and IQs, it has the capacity to be good, they need to be able to develop a way to record because people at home don't want to always have to be able to do that or their internet service may be not great enough to handle that all the time uh, and they may not always have the catch-up rights for the product. Not all of Foxtel shows get on catch-up uh, so you do need to be aware of that uh, if you're going down that path. The benefit of course in Foxtel in the way it does Foxtel now, it's just like Netflix in that you can subscribe month to month, handle it, get on, get off all those sorts of things, they always have promos, particularly around Game of Thrones time, because that is the only way that you'll see HBO content, air quotes, legally in Australia, uh, is to have a Foxtel or Foxtel Now subscription. So, like, this year and last year and, and probably the year to come or whenever the next, the final season of Game of Thrones is on, they'll just have a, here's a deal, get this premium drama. But to, to be frank, you can get the HBO channel pack or the, the, the pack that has HBO in it for 15 bucks. Do it. You know, if you're that wedded to Foxtel and don't want Netflix, dump Netflix, get Foxtel, or, you know, flop it month to month, go one, go the other, blah, 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 and you're still only going to spend, you know, what, uh, six times 15, whatever that is, um, 90 bucks on one and 90 bucks on the other across the year. That's not unreasonable. I, I think that's okay. The Foxtel Now box has potential. It hasn't been realized in version one. I think version two is where we will see the device come into its own.
Wow. Well, it's been a big day, humans. Let's talk about what you can unwind with and watch TV tonight. The Arias are on Channel 9. It's the first time in a while. They are trying to make that bigger than Ben Hurst. So from 7.30 tonight, you can tune in uh, and watch People Be Music, all the things. Uh, I expect it'll be good. Harry Styles is apparently going to nail it with his performance. There will be lots of other great Aussie acts. Daryl Braithwaite is being uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's the way it's going to be, little darling. Um, 7.30 on 9, you can watch the ARIA Awards, or if you jump on earlier, or I think even Twitter has got the red carpet for that this year, the only place to watch the ARIA red carpet, the place where Axel Whitehead, the man who hosted The Wall, disgraced himself not even 10 years ago uh, by flopping his penis out last time. At 8 o'clock on SBS Viceland, uh, Funny How continues. I really like this. A comedy historian hosts it. He's talking to comedians about... You know, what happens when you're working new material? What's it like to be a Christian comedian? What's it like to be a gay comedian? Uh, And talking about the challenges of all of those things. Really smart, really funny five-part series. Episode two is tonight. Funny how. uh, Eight o'clock on SBS Viceland. 8.30. Do not miss Struggle Street. This is season two. It kicks off. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Uh, they've gone for more of a documentary feel as opposed to a little bit of the up close and personal. They are laying out serious stats. It is deeply affecting television. Um, and it will leave you questioning how are we in a position where we are not looking after our fellow Aussies better? Uh, because there are some people that are doing it tough, barely keeping uh, their head even on the poverty line, let alone above it. And uh, Struggle Street will show you how tough that is. It will show you the people that are doing their best to help people in those positions uh, and how much mental health and drug abuse plays into how it can affect your position uh, and situation. There's, it's, look, I, I can't even talk to you about uh, what it, how it made me feel. And there was a weird mix of anger and um, disappointment and sadness and empathy for these people that we look and see and just, it's just horrible and compelling television and you have to watch it all six hours, three nights this week, three nights that week, next week, 8.30 SBS. If not, The Good Doctor, the mid-season finale, is it? Uh, no, episode nine, next week is the mid-season finale. Um, so just a one-off, but it'll be massive figures. It will be interesting, actually, to see how The Good Doctor fares against the Arias. Not that I expect the Arias to be a giant killer, but The Good Doctor will pull huge ratings again, over a million viewers for sure. Um, though I hope that a lot of people that maybe would watch The Good Doctor tune into Struggle Street because it deserves the biggest audience possible. 8.45 on 7 for The Good Doctor, 8.30 on SBS for Struggle Street. It's just television you need to see. And it will make you feel uncomfortable, and it's meant to, and it should, and you should do something about it. That's Mox TV Talk Daily for today, people. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget, you can hit me up on social media, Twitter, at Steve Mulk. Same with Instagram. Same with Snapchat. You can get me on Facebook, of course. I'm Steve Mulkington. Find me there. Uh, of course, I write for Decider TV. You can go there, decidertv.com, and get all your daily news and what's happening in the Australian TV industry there. This podcast is a part of that. And... Uh, Don't forget, you can get Anchor from the iOS store and call in, tune in, listen, but call in. Leave me a message. I want to include you in the show. I want to hear what you're thinking and watching, and that's the best way you can do it, via Anchor. Thank you for subscribing. If you've done that, I'm available over on the uh, iTunes store and on Google Play. Talk to you tomorrow.